Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby, I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Hello, bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is your fearless leader, bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Hi there. Ah, Kelly and I were just bitching about how much we don't feel like recording because we're lazy pieces of shit. Hello. Uh, I'm hungover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hungover. Well, there's some honesty for you. I know. Well, see, we always film on Friday morning and thursday night i like to go out and uh would you tell me this morning you go i always visit my favorite bartenders on thursday nights i'm like kelly you I have do. favorite bartenders i do <laughs> uh, are they the ones who made you that gross drink yeah and i i got a new drink today from they that made me, they made me one last night yeah oh well what is it mine's so boring what do you see you're gonna be like you get an f for effort well I, I failed them. They made me a pear sage martini. That sounds, look at but, the color of that. But they, they gave me a piece, two pieces of sage to put in it for my garnish. I specifically asked, they said, oh, can I have sage for my garnish? And they set it on top of my to-go cup and drunken me, yeah, I, I lost it. it. Yeah, of course. I, you didn't even have to tell me. I knew drunken Kelly lost it, please. So I have no garnish. Oh, well, I like the color of that. My glass is tinted. Oh. But, it, but it, it it does have a little tinge to it. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, yeah. oh God, wait. I am like bottom of the barrel. I couldn't be more, well, I don't want to say trash because I hate that, but I I couldn't be. So I'm recording in my house today, like my house in New Orleans, my hotel's out. And I was struggling this morning to get all my luggage, move from one to the other. And I have one bottle of booze in New Orleans and it's vodka. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to mix this with? I have McDonald's orange juice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a loser. It's like my screwdriver. But then I thought to myself, do you know how many times I drank from a McDonald's cup sitting upstairs? Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like Flashback. I'm doing yeah, I'm doing like a little. Although we had, we had them really big ones. Yeah, we had those giant ones, and I would get unsweetened iced tea, and then we'd dump out half, fill it up with sweetened iced tea, and then I wondered why I couldn't sleep at night. Uh huh. Not sweetened tea, sweet tea vodka. So yeah. I had unsweetened iced tea, sweet tea vodka. I would drink four gallons of it, and be like, <laughs> why can't I go to bed? Hmm, it's very mysterious. I keep losing my top. I see that. Well, while you're losing your top or while you're getting your top back, I'm going to start by thanking this week's patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and signed up for some truly exclusive content, compliments of 
us, your favorite two childhood bitches. And they have three different levels that they get to uh, select from. So depending on like how much Christy Kelly content you want, you can select. <laughs> but there's lots and lots and lots of back episodes over there. So if you need- How much of a bitch at are you guys? I know. Yeah. Level one, two, or three. Level. Oh, yeah. Level three bitchettes. Those are like almost to our level. Almost. <laughs> they're They're knocking at the door. All right, so let's thank Stephanie, Caitlin, Alex, Kaylee, Grace, Lauren, Sarah, Olivia, Hannah, Bianca, Emily, Carissa, Shannon, Lissa, uh, Audrey, Lexi, Brianna, Zoe, Rebecca, Alora, Allie, Lily, Sarah, Madison, Ava, Shelby. That's Jewy. That's Jewy. Um, Adaya, Rebecca. Kennedy, Kaylin, Caitlin, Rocco, Izzy, Taylor, Matt, Emmer, Matt. Oh, a couple of Matts in a row. Shiny, Grace, Chloe, Allison, Brianna, Brianna, T.O., Alexis, Kylie, Olivia, Natalie, Alexis, Logan, Jess, Jordan, Nora, Chloe, Laura, Shannon, Mariah, Alyssa, Abby, Ariana, Madison, Madison, Bonnie, Michelle, Camila, Georgia, Caitlin, Amelie. Erica, Kate, Becca, Sarah, Madeline, Allie, Charlotte, Megan, Tony, Trinity, Rachel, Haley, Montana, Bethany, Courtney, Maddie, Cora, Gabe, Sasser, Jen, Julia, Madison, Sarah, Claire, Madison, Melissa, Olivia, Anderson, Melanie, Kayla, Brielle, Maggie, Peyton, Morgan, Creighton, uh, Catherine, Anissa, Brittany, Holly, Casey, Audrey, Maddie, Lauren, Jordan, Jordana, Yo 667, Isa, Emily, Laura, E. Hill, Mary Kate, Kate, um, Katya, T. Cross, Kyle, Bambi, Kelsey, Emily, Sky, Lindsay, and Gabby. Thank you, bitchettes. Wait till you hear this noise. What noise? I had to put myself on mute. Why? Um, well, they must be doing something outside. Oh, you mean they're, your workers? They're like drilling something in my window. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had to put you on mute. Well, wait, do you hear all my workers coming in and out of my house today? So just, this is real life, you guys. You guys like reality. So here it is. Listen. Oh my God. Yeah. What am I going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Cal. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I went out today because I had, I got, I think that I, I had screwed into my outside, like my stucco stuff. Yeah. So I wanted the guy to patch it. Like okay. they're painting. Well, they do not speak English. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. So for me to go out there and tell them to stop drilling, they are not going to understand me because no. I could not. I, I was like pointing to the stucco stuff and pointing to the hole. They had no idea what I, I, I'm, oh. I'm like. I was like playing charades like yeah. that in there, that in the, on the hole. <laughs> you should have stuck your finger and scooped some out and put it in. Yeah. Like, Phil, Phil, yeah. Phil. I have quite a few people who don't speak English here, but I have quite a few who are bilingual. So I always have a translator. Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. have anybody. Yeah. So. Oh, I get that. I totally get it. Well, it's your episode this week. I'm so glad. I know. And I'm like really <laughs> not wanting to do this, but <clears throat> we will give it a go. Yeah, well, I have to say for anybody who likes to mock our technological or tech, yeah, technical lack thereof 
you look more high tech today than I do because my service is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I got my new computer. Yes. Yes. People, well, where's your blurry background? Everybody was mocking that. You told me to get rid of it. I figured it out. Okay. Well, everybody was mocking it. Everybody mocks everything I do. That's true. My pictures are blurry too. Kelly, go fuck yourself. You literally take screenshots of Google shit and then like pinch it and nobody can read it. Well, at least I posted something. I get yelled at because I don't post anything. Then I post stuff and people bitch about it. Like nobody's ever happy. (laughs) We're the Abby Lee Millers of your life. (laughs) Yes. We're the Abby Abby Lee Millers. Leave me alone. Your social media. I uh, I don't even know what I wrote. I wrote something about your um your like I can't take your your blurry screenshots or Google screenshots. I can't. And then you responded and we were having like a full on conversation and then everyone was like they were they were laughing. They were loving it cuz we're funny. I'm we muting you. I'm muted? Oh, you're muted. I, well, I I muted myself because of this noise. Should I maybe oh. try to go to another room? I'm thinking that might be a good idea. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, they're literally right. Yeah. All right. I'm moving you. What a pain in the ass. Is that better? Yeah, you're good. Okay. All right. Look, you got a little picture on the wall there. It's fancy. Yeah. You're fancy, bitch. Yeah. My little flamingo pillow. I love flamingos. Oh, yes. They are cute. You used to tell me you like them because they had long legs. Long legs have lots of balance. Mm-hmm. And they're pink. I do like that they're pink. They're pretty. Yeah. They're pretty. Do you know why they're pink? Because they eat shrimp. Yeah. They're so cute. All right. Let's get this shit started. We are doing season two, episode 21, and it is called Break a Leg. Dun, dun, dun. Or a little page. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those titles that you're just like, you roll your eyes at them. You're like, okay, you got a good one there, didn't you? <laughs> okay, you're so clever and post with your break a leg. How about two girls, one solo? That's a good one, too. <laughs> oh, you guys have uh, cleverness. So we start off like normal. We're in Pittsburgh, and Abby calls the moms and the girls into the studio. Mm-hmm. And Abby notices, which I can't believe she noticed, that Paige and I aren't there. Notice. And they told her to say that. I know. I did not notice. Brooke speaks up and says, you know, we're at the doctor's. And you, you're like, I think it's a little more serious than just a toe. Well, because I think she kept saying that. I think she kept <laughs> saying like, a toe, a toe, a toe, a toe. And like, it's just a toe. You know, I, I do believe that she had said that and they cut it out because- there would be no reason for me to just kind of like backlash in there. Yeah. yeah. So I think that she was probably minimized, minimalizing it. And I was like, uh, no, it's more than that. Yeah. Of course she was minimalizing it. Sure. They wouldn't even let her go to the doctors for God's sakes. I mean. But so you say that's more than a toe. Melissa says it's swollen. It was really swollen. And Abby just is like giving her annoyed face. Like, God forbid the child would be injured. Just wait until the further injuries in this episode with your kid. Abby's in her interview and she says she doesn't know how serious the injury is. And Abby says that she told Paige not to fool around. I don't think she did. I I, No, but they made it out like I made Paige do 
the bathtub. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, I wanted to go to lunch. Right. Right. Because you're a hungry bitch. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, no, Abby did tell them. I mean, well, they have from her saying it to, you know, to do your back yeah. talk. And that, then afterwards she said, oh, it's cement under there. Right. So I think right. that was kind of after the fact, but of course. whatever. But then Anything she's like, like yeah, I was going to say, I love when she's like, um, uh, I don't even know what she says later. She's like, your body is your instrument, girls. You know, like, yeah, they're just like, I know these kids are like, who the fuck put us here? They all yeah. hate us all. Yeah, I just thought of this. She says your body's your instrument, but you know, later on, whenever Brooke's injured and yep. doesn't want to ruin her body, her instrument, she's she's horrible. Well, she's a terrible person. Yeah. Okay. Oh well. So you ask, stupid you, where is Jill? Oh, I literally have in my notes, I have the words shut up written. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Abby actually spoke with Reese and she's like. Jill is not an official member of the competition team. Um, she would like to think so. I might forgive people, but I might, I don't forget. So mm-hmm. I guess she does both because she lets her back in, right? Yeah. She forgives and forgets because yes. no time flat, you know, I'm sure Jill will be buying a gift. <laughs> for God's sake. So, Abby congratulates the girls. Um, she said that, that we had an amazing trip to Lancaster and She's proud that all three of the solos topped in the top, placed in the top 10. Mm-hmm. We all clap. Yay. We're excited. Mm-hmm. Abby's interview, she says that um, they're Starbound national winners um, that were in their brochure and were on their magazine. I mean, come on, ladies. This is important. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, because we're going there this weekend. We're going to Philadelphia. And I think, and I think you're going to remember, you know, th- this just goes to show. I literally looked at that and I was like, I'm pretty sure we went to a really good steak dinner there. <laughs> I'm almost sure of it. I think we went to like, I have to look it up. Maybe do they have a palm? Yeah. Was it palm or? Yeah. Tula? No, I think it was palm. I think we yeah. went to mom. It was good. I remember. I think all four of them. It the was really went. good. Is that where Paige was in the kitchen? Do you remember that? Uh, Paige was walking in the kitchen. It could have been. No, I don't think the girls went to dinner with us that night. I think it was just the mom. We took them to Palm, I think, because um, oh. I remember Brooke being like, you're making me eat steak and I don't like steak. Okay. You know what? We may have been at Palm. And just not had the kids at our table. So I don't remember them being there because we never sat with the kids if we had could help it. Not because we didn't want to, but because we we all needed separation time. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody needed a minute. Trust me. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. All right. So we go to Pyramid and my poor little Paige, she's on the very bottom. Which is hilarious because she did well in her solo. I know. What does it matter that she broke her foot? Yeah. Like, and she got no credit for like sitting there an entire day with a broken foot and, Mm -hmm. you know, not crying. Bottom of the pyramid. But but she said she had an outstanding performance and she placed sixth. Yes. She should be higher on the pyramid. Accidents happen. She might be out for a week or maybe she'll be able to dance today. Who knows? Pretty sure she knew. 
So then Mackenzie is next. And she says, if you're at a competition, you're there to learn. Well, I don't think she had a dance last week, did she? Oh, what was her dance? What was last week? Uh, maybe she did. Was that the trio? I don't remember. I think it might have been. No, no, no. It wasn't. I don't know what. I, I don't remember. think she did dance actually. Yeah, so I, I, that's what I took by that, but I don't even, I can't remember what she did. Or what yeah, she did. I don't think she did. I can't remember either, but I really don't think she did. I have my paper out there, but I had it with me, and then I had to move. So next we have Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have a solo or a duet, uh, so it's a little difficult to judge. But she did a great job in the group routine. Thank you. We were much appreciated that. Yes. Then we had Brooke, which is amazing. But yeah. Brooke's reasoning for being there is because she was mature in rehearsal last week. What what does that even mean? I don't have any idea. I literally like, have no idea. I, I, I don't get that. Oh, last week was uh Twilight was the group dance. So it was uh Kenzie wasn't Kenzie in did there. not dance last week mm, at yeah. all. I don't think she did anything. But, but, she's, a, but she's above page. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like says it all right there. And Paige uh, placed. Yeah. And Nia is above her. And Nia got 10th and Paige got sixth. So how does that work? Oh. And Nia, Nia wasn't in the group dance and neither was Paige. So uh, going by the solos, Paige was sure. three places higher than Nia. You would think she would be above her on the pyramid, but you would think that. her name is Paige. Yeah. I does get screwed. Yes. So. Um, and of course we have uh, Maddie on the top. Um, she beat everybody else and was the highest score that the judges gave out. So she tells us that um, this week we're doing a group dance and mm-hmm. everybody's in it except for Mackenzie again. Okay. And it is musical theater and it's called Alouette. Um, and then we have three solos. Maddie's okay. doing one. It's called You Know You Love It. No, that's Ken's. Ken's is, you know, you love it. Kenzie, you know, you love it. Maddie is this, is me over you. Which they call it contemporary. Okay. It looks exactly like every other lyrical dance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Brooke has the diary of Anne Frank, which Which, is acrobatic contemporary. One of my favorite beats of dance moms ever. You and fucking Anne Frank. What Anne Frank is. They made that out totally different. Kelly, what? Did what? you say you don't know what who Anne Frank is? I do know. Oh. I, I what I was meaning sitting up there was I I don't know like why what that has to do with dance. Okay, that's fair, but they made it out that you were a dumb bitch. I know, <laughs> and I and I did say that I didn't read it because I didn't. You I were know supposed you didn't. to, but I didn't read it. Yeah, you were doing your fucking nails. Exactly. Hey. I still go by that. I don't, I never needed a pencil, only a nail file. Kelly, stop. Yeah. <laughs> you still use what your pencil? What can I say? Yeah, or That's your nail right. file today. I know. Okay, so Brooke says she knows who Anne Frank is, but I'm not sure what the story has to do with dance, which is Perfect. what I was saying. They just made me look stupid and Brooke not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look. At least they didn't make your daughter <laughs> stupid, right? So then they make the announcement that, you know, to Chloe that 
Um, she's been asking Abby for years for the Paige and Chloe to do a duet, and mm-hmm. she's going to give it to her this week. Do you see Chloe's little face is so happy? I know they're excited. She's excited. How many times did those two little twenties go to that front desk with their little hands up on that that desk, yeah, and mm-hmm. peek over and say, "Miss Abby, can we have a duet this year?" And this is far before the show. Oh yeah. They yeah. were asking for a duet forever. So this was mean. Whoever did this whole storyline, this was just mean shit. Because they made them cry. What she was giving it to him is because she knew Paige couldn't dance. I know. That's what Which I'm is saying. the exact same reason why last week she's at the very end she said, Oh, she's gonna give her a private because she did so well. Okay, because she can't dance for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give her a private. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, private. Abby. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Abby dismisses the moms and tells the girls to bring out the ballet bar. Oh, it's our bar. It's our favorite bar. It is. So, you know, they're in there and they're doing like a small ballet class because we haven't had them in like three years. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> let's do a dance strictly ballet heavy we haven't had a ballet class, but you know what? You guys go and do it. Yes. But we're upstairs and we're talking about how Chloe and Paige have been waiting to do a duet together for like nine years. Mm-hmm. And Abby says in her interview that this week she wants to do more ballet technique. And ballet, that's a, there's a right and a wrong way. And they're going to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the very next shot, they show them starting the valet dance off, and Brooke is doing doing acrobatic move. I know, I know. I thought I was the like, same exact thing. I've never seen <laughs> a ballerina. She, she starts out with a front aerial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's ballet. Okay, whatever. So they're uh, working on the, what? No, I just said, oh, I'm just, oh. I'm just re-aggravated every time I watch the show. I'm like pissed off and aggravated again. So Abby's. In her interview, she says the, the group routine is high energy and fun and that they're going to excel with the ballet judge. Okay. I, I did not think this was very ballet-y. There, I think that there was- I like mean, there were ballet of, moves yeah. in it, but it was not like a ballet judge was going to be like, oh, this is a great ballet dance. No, I don't think so either. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. But so in the middle of rehearsal, Paige and I walk in. Mm-hmm. Paige has her little boot on. Yeah. Chloe comes over and gives her a hug. Yeah. And I, I announced that Paige's foot is broken and she can't dance for four to six weeks. And Abby's like, four to six weeks. Yes, that's usually mm-hmm. how a broken bone works, Ab. Uh-huh. Chloe walks away crying. I know. Like, looks at Paige and it's like, Chloe's crying because she you guys finally got your duet. And then, 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 you know, you can't do it, Paige. You don't get to do it. Uh, but this is what I'm saying. Like, they made, they knew they weren't doing this duet, but they still thought it was okay to make my 10-year-old cry for no reason. Good exactly. camera shit. Yeah. Good, good story did beat. You, did you see Paige's face whenever she was yeah. standing there? And Abby's like, you know, you finally got your duet. Pets like, Paige is like, oh. I know. I know. It's so mean. She says, I'm really sad that I broke my foot, but I'm even more sad that I, I'm going to not be able to do the duet with Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, we've been waiting a long time to dance together, and now we have to wait even longer. <laughs> Poor thing. But don't worry, Paige. You get to take notes on dance class for the next six weeks. Lucky thing. Do you remember what she used to make her do? <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. She used to make her sit in the room 
and she would have to write down the dance that they were learning, like all mm-hmm. the steps. And then when it was like somebody's solo or whatever, she had to sit in there and write ballet terms. Uh-huh. It was stupid. It, it was like she had a ballet dictionary by the time she was uh, with her notebook at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I like your dress though. What did I have on? You had on like it looked similar to what you're wearing. It had like that little spaghetti strap top, but it was um it was like chiffon kind of white. I think there's oh, that's what I have on. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, that's what I have on. I just said it looks like what you're wearing. It is what I'm wearing. Okay, well I like that dress. Thank you. You're welcome. I can't believe you still own all this shit. Don't be quiet. And you just had your hair cut. Did you, could you tell? You just had a haircut. Yes. I, I, I had that wrapped down. I'm like, yeah, my hair is very short this week. Get out of my brain, uh, bitch. Get out of my brain. Uh, so I come upstairs and I'm like, my baby's broken. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just saying how Paige is upset that she can't do the duet with Chloe. And, um, like, we're watching the rehearse the group dance and I'm mm-hmm. like you know I can tell that Brooke's back hurts in her hip yeah you can tell Brooke's back hurts from like the jump of this episode yeah yep I say in my interview that Brooke's solo this week is an acro number and I don't know why she can't do something else like why why mm-hmm. does she, if she has her, her back hurts why is she doing acro yeah because she's obviously capable of doing other things look at what she just did in Twilight exactly like, why couldn't she just do a dance like Chloe or Maddie? Like, yeah. Chloe never does acro in her dances. Correct. Like, I, I don't, whatever. Correct. But I do think that, um, like, I thought Brooke was amazing in Twilight. And that, like, she barely did any acro. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's she's obviously capable of doing it. And, by the way, for people who don't know this, anytime there were, like, special dances that were lyrical, contemporary Brooke was always in them. It wasn't like she was only oh, ever in absolutely. acro. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that's just <laughs> bullshit. Yes, it is. But me and you were upstairs talking about, you know, most people don't, do, they stop doing acro by this age because, you know, your body doesn't move that way. Yeah. And you say, you say, what do, what do you think about Abby? What do you think Abby's body is telling her? <laughs> we're like, stop, stop eating. eating. We're such fucking hoe bags. We are. Like just fucking hobats. We are. I I like uh yeah. Anyway. They showed Jill walking in uh with Kendall. They showed Jill and Kendall traversing, trying to make it over the greatest the crater I've ever seen. I, I mean, at this point, it's like a shelf in the ocean. If the parking lot was full of water, you'd drown in that bitch. Jill says in her interview, um, they weren't invited to Pyramid because Abby refuses <laughs> to put Kendall on the team. We, we're here just strictly to take dance classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just need to be patient and wait for the opportunity to present itself. Well, the very next shot they show is like they're zooming in on Paige sitting there when she says that. Uh, writing in her notebook. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. there's your opportunity, little shark. Yep. Kendall and Jill walk in and they're asking Paige about her foot and she tells them they're she's out for four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And um Jill the Kendall goes to walk into the studio and Jill's like, What do you say to Paige? And she's like, Good luck. Yeah, I, I was like what what good luck was for. Yeah, like Maybe feel better. Good luck with your foot. Yeah. And she's like, Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Maybe she meant that for herself. Maybe. Um, But she says in her interview, I feel really bad that Paige is injured, but maybe I can fill in for her. And maybe Abby could just let me be on the team. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Well, this next scene is hysterical because this is just, it's so, is who Jill is as a person, if you know her. She asks the most questions I've ever met of anyone in my life. Would you not agree, Cal? Oh, yeah, definitely. But she's asking my 10-year-old. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, no matter who's talking to her, she's like, so where are you from? What size pants do you wear? Did you know you have a weird straight (laughs) eyebrow? She's like, where's are your parents wealthy? Where's your education from? Where's your degree from? <laughs> like she, I've never known anyone to ask more questions than her. So this whole interlude with Paige where she's like, who's on the pyramid this week? This whole, this that is so who Jill is. And so I think that's why later she like doesn't get what you're saying that we have on camera her doing it. And then she's like, I didn't do that. And we're like, yeah, you did. <laughs> So she's asking Paige all her questions, like, you know, what happened in Pyramid and what's this week's assignments? And Paige is like, I I wasn't in Pyramid. I just, you know, came at the end and Abby told her about her and Chloe's duet. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jill asked Paige who's taking her place. Mm -mm. And Paige says, you know, Chloe might do the duet as a solo instead. Mm -hmm. Um, So... After all the quizzing and finding out all of Jill's information, she's like, well, Paige, it's okay, Paige. There'll be other duets. Yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> you'll, you'll have more in your future. <laughs> don't worry. In the meanwhile, I, I can cover this one for you. Don't you worry. I, I can't believe she said this in her interview. It happens all the time on dance teams. Unfortunate for Paige, but fortunate for Kendall. <laughs> and then she gave like a little look. That. Yeah, who said that? Jill, she wants a special part. So Paige comes upstairs. Do you hear me? I call her, hi, Paigey Mac. I did hear that, yeah. That's what I always call her, Paigey Mac. Yeah, I, I think the last time I texted her, I called her Paigey Mac. Did you? Yeah, well, yeah, because like I'm used to hearing you saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I think I did, actually. Huh. Um, so Paige says, you know, she didn't learn anything in rehearsal. Um, <laughs> she tells the moms that Jill's here and that she was asking about the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you show up with your crazy eyes in your interview. I know. I wish, I wish they would go away. I don't know where they came from. They came out of nowhere. I know. And they stay. They stay. <laughs> it's not like I had it for one episode. It's like the whole rest of my life. I think it's just because I'm always just so aggravated. And- <laughs> Coming out of my eyeballs. And I'm here to tell everyone, I've known you for 20 years. I have only ever seen crazy eye behavior on fucking dance moms. It's not like- Only on my interviews. Yeah. Like, I don't really have it during the episode. It's just my interviews. (laughs) I don't know. Are you high? It's like I have that Snapchat- um, Filter on, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So in your interview, I love that you're getting all pissed off. Yeah. I'm like, Jill, you're not part of the group. Get it through your head. It doesn't I'm matter what happened to Pyramid. Crying. It's, it's, it is true. But I'm like cracking up at the whole page situation. And then you being like, uh, no. Yeah. It, don't yeah. worry. 
here comes Predator. Now she's going to the front desk. Yes. So Jill goes to the front desk where Abby is and she's like, so Paige broke her foot. Yeah. (laughs) And Abby's like, well, she didn't break her foot. She broke her toe up into her foot. Which I think Abby was trying to like backpedal around, get away from Jill. Yeah. But that's like the third time she says it's like her toe. It's not. Her yeah. It's is she trying to downplay part it? Part of her foot. It's part of her foot. Like what? Yeah. I mean, every time I say something to somebody, am I supposed to say, "Oh, it was her third metatarsal or whatever"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's her freaking foot. So Do you see me sitting upstairs like this. Yeah, <laughs> got my hand around my. You ear. know, normally we can't hear stuff upstairs. Yeah, we, we could can really hear that. You think? Absolutely. I, well, here's I mean, the thing: we're screaming. Well, yeah, Obviously. if we're screaming, of course, but I, I think if the studio wasn't crowded, we, we could hear. hear down there. If there was a lot of people there, then no. And like, I think no. obviously during that, that scene, we were the only ones in the building. So I, I think we could hear. Okay. So Jill asks, you know, what's going to happen now that Paige is injured and Abby tells Jill that she has nothing to do with it, which <laughs> couldn't believe Abby actually said that. Mm-hmm. And she says, not me personally, you know, that's very unfortunate, but maybe now there's a spot for Kendall. And then I'm like, oh my God. Oh no. I said, Jill can sniff out an opening. She must've smelled Paige's broken foot from a mile away. She's (laughs) like, there's a spot on the pyramid for Kendall. Uh, Then you're like, she's the last person to ever take Abby's side. But um, in this case of Jill versus Abby, Abby wins. Yeah. I did agree with Abby for this one. I did. Yep. And Abby reminds Jill that, you know, when she left and went to Abby's arch rival enemy, um, it was like a slap in her face. Keep in mind, she wouldn't say candy apples. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. And then Jill's like, Abby, you know why? And so she was implying to Abby, like, the show made me do it. But Abby is like, nope. She she says that, you know, you don't walk into rehearsal uh, and, like, walk into Pyramid. And then she's like, you don't think Kendall deserves to be in the group? And Abby's like, Kendall deserves nothing. I mean, I can't stand the deserve thing. I don't. But how about Jill throwing us under the bus? Oh, oh, I know. She's like, well, Kendall was in class. You know, those Highlands and Chloe were not in class. Okay, I'm going to explain to everyone right now why our children were not in class. Because it was Monday night. We had got home really late from Atlanta on Sunday, okay? We were still dealing with, or was that Atlanta that we were in last week? No. Lancaster. Oh, Lancaster. Okay, so we drove home late on the bus. You know, the kids never had a day off, ever. They went to school early the next day on Monday. We probably didn't make them go to dance class on Monday night because they needed a break. They were 10 years old and they were working seven days a week. Yes. And Paige had a broken foot. Correct. And like, I don't want to hear everybody (laughs) being like, why don't you send them to class? Yeah, we sent them to class, (laughs) but we also had to like, as parents be like, you know what? Sometimes people need a fucking break. You can't just keep like pushing people. And at this point, I'm pretty sure Maddie and Mackenzie were being homeschooled at the time. So, like, they could go to class all night because they weren't going to regular school. They could work yeah. around their schedule. So yes, sir. That's why our kids weren't in class, Jill, throwing us under the bus. 
People are always throwing us under the bus. I mean, please. So Jill says in her interview that these moms give me a hard time for doing what's best for Kendall. I know deep down inside they would do the exact same thing. Well, we do do that, Jill, and you yell at us for doing it. And but here you are doing it. Um, so Jill's begging begs Abby to give her another chance. And Mm-mm-mm. so I go downstairs. Why to, I literally wrote why Kelly? Why? <laughs> I have no idea. I was probably told to. Look at Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Hi. Look at her sitting on my pillows. She's crazy. A crazy little dog. She didn't have her hair done yet today. Uh, I got crazy hair today. Okay, so where are we? Yeah, so I go down to talk to Abby or to Jill. Or no, I was going to say, I think you really went down to really say something to Jill. To Jill, yeah. Yeah. Melissa goes to the front desk, tells Abby that Maddie is going to miss rehearsal tomorrow because she's going to film Drop Dead Diva. Mm-hmm. And Abby says, the group comes first. I'm thinking she just said that so it seemed like she was saying exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Because yes. she was yes. like, bye, Absolutely. hurry up, get on the plane. Yes. Um, so Abby says that she's thrilled for Maddie, but uh, missing a day of rehearsal is like a huge, 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 <laughs> huge. So Abby says to Maddie, um, I don't want you to get out on stage this weekend and look like a Yahoo that doesn't know what she's doing. The TV thing is special, but she wishes she, that she was going to be here for rehearsals tomorrow. And then she says that it she uh, better be perfect. I'm thinking, and this is just a thought. I have no idea if this is accurate, but I'm thinking that since Abby knew like a week or two ago that Maddie got dropped at Diva, regardless of when they showed it on the show, I'm thinking Abby exactly. knew. I'm thinking that Maddie probably had already worked on her solo. Exactly. exactly. And had that all buttoned up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but Abby's going to obviously like tell the story that Maddie has one less day, even though she probably had rehearsed more days. Uh, A whole week. Yeah. 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 Just want to point that out for everybody who's like, no, yes, Abby knew. And so I guarantee you that she was prepared. There's no way Abby would ever, ever, ever allow that. You guys see the minute that it doesn't feel like Maddie's prepared in any way, shape or form, Abby's pulling it. Yep. So then we go to Brooke. She's doing her solo rehearsal and Abby tells her that it's all about the journal in the diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. So here we are upstairs and we, it's me talking about how I don't know who Anne Frank is. Oh my God. Holly, her face was hysterical. hysterical. She's like, Holly, it's part of basic curriculum. Even I'm rolling my eyes at you. I'm like, how do you not know Anne Frank? I don't know who Anne Frank is. How does how did I not know who Anne Frank is? Brooke already played her. Yeah. So obviously, I know she is. <laughs> um, but this your line though in your interview is one of my favorite lines from Dance Bombs. What I don't really know much about Anne Frank. Yeah. But what but- I do know is I don't think she does is doing cartwheels. Correct. That is one of my favorite <laughs> lines from Dance Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I know, but that is amazing on so many levels. Yes. Abby says there's a lot that goes into this piece. I'm watching Brooke and she's, you know, being miserable. I said, how could she say that? I know. She's like, I don't know if she's telling the story or if she's in pain. And I say that I took Brooke to a 
chiropractor and he thinks that Brooke needs to rest. And you yeah. do know that the, the chiropractor came to the studio. Oh yeah. I, I remember. remember it yeah. was Randy's friend Alec came yeah. to the studio. Yeah. Uh, so so Abby knew yeah. Brooke wasn't pretending. I mean, I and the sad thing is is I couldn't even take her to a chiropractor. I had to have one come to the studio. Because, because we didn't they, have any time. God forbid we would have half an hour to go to the chiropractor. And meanwhile, there was a chiropractor right down the street that you actually went to. That that's who I went to. They wouldn't let me. I know. So yeah, so he came, he adjusted her on on the floor. And, I remember well, the floor, the bench thing in the yeah. dressing yeah. room. So I say, like, why well, can't Brooke do a dance without uh, acrobats? Yeah. Which I we discussed earlier. I totally don't understand that. But Abby reminds Brooke that, you know, there's three days left before the competition. And, you know, she tells her to go take a break. Then we go to Mackenzie's rehearsal. Uh, we see Mackenzie. She's like, her solo's really fun. Uh, it's called You Know You Love It. And she's like, I know I love it. <laughs> um, Abby says that Mackenzie's dances or solo is darling. Mm. Um, it's the difficulty level is right up there. Um, she's improving as a dancer, a performer, and an acrobat. Um, Abby tells her, you know, get the choreography in your head and you know, tells her, don't do tumbling in the other room. Oh yeah. So that she's the mindful one. I think it's funny that, um, how nice she is to Mackenzie all the time. I mean, I know Kenzie's little, but our kids aren't that much older and our kids get like treated like shit. Yeah. So I'm just jealous of like her being nice to Ken's. Okay. So we're upstairs and Jill comes in and you're like, Oh God, here comes Jill. Why don't, why don't you ask me, does anybody ever wonder what I'm thinking? No, it's because I say all that shit out loud. Exactly. We don't keep it in. Uh-uh. Uh, you're like, her and Kendall aren't even on the team, but we know Jill well enough to know the absence of an invitation isn't going to stop her from showing up. I mean, where's the lie? Where's the lie? Kendall walks into the studio and Abby announces that she's looking for a replacement for Paige in the duet with Chloe. Maddie isn't auditioning because she has a solo. Mm-hmm. Which would never Yeah, exactly. And duets and solos. Together. Exactly. Well, you know, I guess she's just setting the stakes. Paige looks really pretty. Her hair is all done with her little bow on the side. She looks cute. So Holly says that she thinks these auditions are ridiculous because Kenzie or Kendall isn't on the team. Yeah. Mackenzie has a solo. Kendall isn't on the team. So you would, and Paige is broken. So you would automatically think that it would be Nia. Correct. Right. No, 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 though. We can't have that. I love yeah. this. I'm like, handle, and you go, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> Ain't I nice? Well, nobody, again, nobody ever wonders what we're thinking. They show Abby having Chloe and Nia do the duet together. And she says, Abby tells Nia that some things are great. I just think that you don't look that great with Chloe. It's a little off. It's a little quirky. Um, you don't have, you don't dance the exact same way. You dance very different. I actually thought Nia looked good in this rehearsal. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think there was anything like quote unquote wrong with her dancing. I didn't either. So I, I don't buy what Abby's saying. They knew from the get go that Kendall was doing this duet. Oh, well, I know, but I'm just saying, I'm getting back to the team. Then Abby has Chloe and Kendall do the thing. 
And you asked Jill if Abby asked them to come back. And Jill said no. (laughs) Jill insists that Kendall is in rehearsal because Abby wants her there. And we call her selfish for not, or she calls us selfish for not being happy for Kendall. I, this really is so aggravating. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar, so that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals, and then I look at that balance, and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back 
every single day after dance moms. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. You're selfish. I hate this bullshit. How are we selfish for not... I don't know. I think Jill's being selfish because she wants Kendall in that duet. And Nia's the one who had been there. And I think when we're bitching, like you and I are arguing, we say it's unfair for Kendall to be in the duet instead of Nia. And we say who has sacrificed a lot to be on the team. We're talking about the show. Our kids had sacrificed a ton to be on the show. They gave up a lot of, you know, childhood, whatever for the show and Jill sitting here being like, boo, hoo, hoo, you're selfish. You're not this. No, I think you're being selfish because I think Nia earned that. Exactly. Right. I would agree. I'm going to step Polly down off my sofa. sitting up there not saying anything at this point, though. Who? You? Me? Polly. Yeah, yeah. She was just like sucking it all in. Yeah. You? <laughs> She'll say it later. So then, then I say to Holly that she better be marching her butt down there. Oh, uh, you are an she should say something. Yeah. And again, you're on a reality show. We have to yeah. say shit. So Holly in her interview says that Nia's been there day in and day out. And she thinks a lot of Abby's practices are unfair. Yes. <laughs> just just a few of them, Holly. I would say. We all go downstairs with Holly. and Why? You know, I wrote why. Why? I know. I know. <laughs> why? Oh, my God. <sighs> But Holly brings up a good point. She's like, you know, Kendall has been gone for weeks and Nia never left. So why why would you give the special thing to Kendall? Right. It really makes no sense. Right. And as, as Holly's sitting down there talking to Abby, do you see her twirling her beret thing on yeah. her finger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like she, you know she's pissed off because she's yeah. like. I did see that. She's funny. Um, so Abby says, you know, she may not be right for the duet. And she, Holly says she's never right for those special parts unless she's lifting Mackenzie. Good point, Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so Holly lists ways that Abby could use Nia. Popping um, and locking is an option. <laughs> I was cracking up. She's like, she could pop and lock. I'm like, oh, Holly, we don't do such things. Like, our children were never known for popping and locking. Love yeah, you should have been like, ah, Chloe can't do that. That's yeah, what you meant no. to be. Chloe is not popping and locking because no. she... Chloe's not <laughs> popping and locking. I've never seen Chloe do hip hop, but yep. her and Paige were definitely not hip hoppers. Nope. <laughs> nope. 
Nope. Nothing against you, Chloe, but you're not. Your limbs are too long and like gangly or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They looked terrible in hip hop. Oh, God. I was always like, oh, God, another hip hop dance. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Holly says, you know, there's no need to get all belligerent and and indignant with me. And Abby's like, I am because I think you know better. Mm hmm. Like, no, I think you look foolish. I do too, Hall. Mm-hmm. And Holly says she doesn't understand. Um, this is about her best chance at winning. It's not about what Holly wants. Um, she says Nia will get a duet only if she thinks it's her best shot of winning. I do agree that Holly said she's never good enough or she's never right unless she's lifting Mackenzie. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I'm just glad Holly said something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Drink. Abby's wearing it. Oh, cheers. Oh, get that orange juice. I know. It's not my favorite. Oh, I would have heartburn all day. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I just recently got heartburn for the first time in my life. Although, no, I had it once when I was pregnant. Yeah. And I'm like, this sucks. Okay, so Abby says that Paige is out with a foot injury. Broding Brooke is whining about back pain, and Maddie is down or is away doing the role of drop dead diva. So she's putting Kendall into the group and hopes that it gets Jill off her back, even though she's not a member of the team. And we're Sounds all like excuses to me, Abby. Just put Kendall in. Yeah, but we're all upstairs rhinestoning. I saw that. I did see that. I think we were rhinestoning berets. No, we were doing their shirts. The oh, were we? Shirt. Could you see yeah. them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I tell the moms that I wish Abby would give Brooke a solo with no acro in it so her back could rest. And Joe thinks that um, she should let somebody else do her solo and <laughs> give Brooke's back a break. You know, she already took... Kendall already took Paige's part in the duet. Uh Now she wants to take Brooke's part in the solo. And here we are again. I said, oh, Jill, are you volunteering? And you answer for the second time this episode. Oh, for the love of God. Maybe that's what we should call the episode. (laughs) Oh, for the love of God. Yeah, what if I said that twice? Yeah, (sighs) you said it twice already. And we're still in act two. So Jill says that she, you know, thinks that it would make sense if they we gave Brooke solo to somebody else. And you say that you think it's kind of funny that wherever you go, someone mysteriously breaks a foot. <laughs> it's true, Taylor and now Paige. But what I think is funny is we're all up there stoning our shirts. Now, at this point, like she's just saying that Kendall's in the dance, but Jill's already has her stone. Stoning, her shirt. Yeah. Yeah. We're now, already stoning shirts. Yeah. yeah, there's a clue for everyone. We already knew yeah. Kendall was in it because Jill had her costume. Yes. So we're bad actresses. Or maybe we're good actresses. Yes, we are good. So Jill says that the moms can laugh at her and make sna- snippy comments all they want. I'm going to let, I'm not going to let them stop me from getting Kendall back on the team. Well, we didn't think we were really stopping you, Jill. <laughs> Kendall can come back. Can you stay at home? No, I'm kidding. So Abby is in rehearsal and gives the girls a little pep talk. She says, yeah, all right. I don't, I don't think this is a pep talk, but go on. Here we are, ladies. We have two days. And does this dance have what it takes? She's like, I don't think so. I'm just laughing because this is like a pep talk. She's like, you guys yeah. suck. I don't think you're good, but you suck. 
Yeah. She's but like, this is my pep talk. You suck. It needs to be fabulous. Right. So Abby says they're still late, sloppy, and the shoulders are up and their elbows are dropping. Oh boy. Top our legs and arms off. I know it. Or yeah. what did she, she told Chloe once to glue a, like a ruler to her, the inside of her elbow or something. Chloe, cause she like bent her elbow all the time. So she would always be like, you need to glue like a, a splint. Yeah. Like a splint. I never got to hold that. Yeah. So here, here's Jill asking Maddie if she's getting paid. I can't even believe or- to do drop dead diva first of all i can't believe they showed that you know what i mean yeah because that's like the kind of stuff jill would really be investigating she's like do you think they got paid how much oh. do you think she got? well that's what we said earlier she asked every little detail about everything yeah um, but how about me i said i think when melissa comes back she's going to be very hush hush about it because she is she's always hush hush but jill says but she'll want us to ask <laughs> Of course, but she does. She wants you to ask, and then she doesn't want to tell you. Yeah. And Melissa says that her and Maddie are on their way to the soundstage to film Drop Dead Diva. Mm -hmm. And Melissa's certain that Maddie will nail her performance. Mm -hmm. And Maddie says that she's excited to shoot her scenes. Um, She likes that she gets to do lots of takes because she she likes everything to be perfect. And that way, yeah, she gets to be perfect. And Melissa says it was fun to see Maddie get into her character. Um, it's too bad that the other girls and the moms weren't here. I don't right. think she meant us, do you? I don't think she meant us either. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe Jill and Holly. So then they come back to us at, in Pittsburgh. And we're working on Chloe's duet. And Abby's wearing a headband. Oh, cheers. Headband. So we see um, Kendall and Chloe doing a duet. Mm-hmm. And Abby says that... Um, she needs to decide who's in the duet with Chloe. Um, she has, didn't I already say this? She says that um, I have Brooke who's in pain with her back. Nia's not the right fit to fit in and Chloe with Chloe. Um, so with process of elimination that it's going to be Kendall. You know, Chloe and Kendall had custom made costumes for this dance. I am almost certain that Kendall's had her name in it. Oh, really? I think I don't remember that, but I kind of remember that. You know what I mean? Like if I if I if I was a life or death bet, I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I remember it vaguely. Plus, if if that costume was made for Paige, it would have been much bigger on Kendall or smaller on Kendall. It, yeah, Kendall would not have fit in it. Like yeah. Paige this big. Yeah. You know, Kendall had a nice little butt on her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Paige had none. So they knew. Two weeks, because the costume costumes took two weeks to make. Exactly. So they knew two weeks ago that Kendall was in the duet, not Paige. Correct. Abby says to Chloe and Kendall that, um, I don't think it's good enough. It's not going to win. You have two days to pull it together. Good job, ladies. Good luck. <laughs> Abby says that she doesn't want to deal with Jill. Um, she doesn't want 50 million questions. Just drop your kid off and have her learn the duet. See, no, I do agree with Abby here. She knows Jill's going to ask 50 million questions. Yep. So Kendall comes upstairs and tells us that, you know, she's in the duet with Chloe. And then Jill in her interview says that she doesn't care what that we're annoyed. Um, it's a good opportunity for Kendall. It's going to get her out of her shell and get her back on her road to success. And how about my face when she says she's in the uh, duet? I'm like, ugh. But I don't mind that it's Kendall. It's just irritating about Jill. Yeah. 
Yeah. So now we're at the front desk and Abby is wearing another headband. And Cheers. did you see how ugly it is? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. blue plastic. I wrote aggressive blue plastic. That's my notes. It was horrible. It looked like it was like. It looked like, um, God, it looked like something I wore to kindergarten. Remember the ones yeah. that used to have the combs that you'd like yes. push them in yeah. and then push it forward yeah. so you got that little bump? I, I bet you that's what it was. Yeah. It was ugly. It was it very was ugly. ugly. So, you know, Abby's sitting at the desk and the Ziggler's come in mm-hmm. and Abby asked Maddie about Drop Dead D- Diva and did they have anything to say about her dancing? Mm-hmm. And Alyssa says, they gave her a standing ovation. Abby and Maddie are talking about her using more emotion when she acts that she should do the same thing when she's dancing or whatever. Yeah. Go into Maddie's solo rehearsal. And Abby asks Maddie if she rehearsed while she was shooting. Melissa says, you know, that Maddie's like a little machine. Um, When she wasn't rehearsing for Drop Dead Diva, she was in the hallway running her solo. It irritates me that like they say. Yes. We all did that. Exactly. even when we were in the hotel rooms at night, we would be in the hallway running solos and stuff. So correct, they all did that. They weren't. Maddie wasn't the only one. No, but, but that's uh, Abby pushing that narrative. Like exactly, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They all did that, but they only say that Maddie does it. Upstairs, Jill's telling Mad or Melissa that um, she's glad they're back, and it's good for the kids to see that there's a life after Abby Lee Miller outside of dance. I do agree with Jill there. Like I do too. I, I agree. So I thought that Jill, like, that's a really good point. But Abby, one thing I didn't agree with, I'm gonna say, I agreed with Jill with what she said about Abby. I did not agree with Jill's shirt choice. I'm just saying. Oh my god, it was like a car wash. Yes. Fringe. Yes. Jill's fringe top. I have Jill, I have Jill's fringe shirt. Yeah. Wins. We are. Yeah, little twin brains. Yeah. Um, so Abby says that the music for the solo is subtle note to Maddie. Oh, because it's, what's it called? Like, I'm better than you? Oh, this is me over you. Yes. Okay, right. She's the one with all the power. Use it, kid. Yes. Um, and Maddie says that she needs to work extra hard today because she missed a day of rehearsal and she has to work on her solo and the group routine. Mm. I just, it's so irritating to me because we know that she learned that solo, but. And this is a reason, like a way that you can tell because mm-hmm. they're pushing that. So mm-hmm. like, they want everybody to be like, oh, she had one day. She had one mm-hmm. day. But we always have that much time and yeah. we never say it. But because it's Maddie, they're pushing that. Right. We have to be like, okay, this is extra amazing because that's, yeah. the, that's the story Abby wants to tell. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, so Abby says that um, she can tell Maddie Solo isn't there yet. I'm missing one, another, here we go again. I'm not missing one day of rehearsal set her back. Maddie needs to be ready for the competition tomorrow. Oh, sorry, push the button. They show us pulling up on our bus and we're walking into the competition. And Abby says, this might be a tough competition because they could be up against dancers from New York and New Jersey. Weren't we always against? Yeah. Yeah, we always were. It was always like anywhere we went, they always had to be like, oh, it's so scary. But why are we all wearing bright blue and green? Did you notice all the moms? 
You and Melissa have both have bright blue dresses on and I have that bright green. I, I did. I have noted here, me and Melissa are twins. Yeah. Well, you're not twins. Your fucking boobs were hanging out the whole time. Hers weren't. Your boobs were out. You bitch that you don't have boobs. I have any boobs, bitch. Those puppies were like popping out of that dress. My boobs. Go back and watch. Your boobs were hanging out. I should, because I I might like that. You're they're all out. I literally have, I wrote, your boobs look fab, Kel. So I wrote. <laughs> I missed that. I gotta go well, back. I didn't miss them. Maybe I had a boob job that day. I must have my water bra. I was on. just gonna say, were you wearing your water bra? I must have been. Now we are in the dressing room. Everybody's, you know, getting ready for the group dance. And Abby asks Brooke about her back. I'm like, it's numb from all the ice. <laughs> Well, and I was clearly in pain, like clearly in pain. I know. I I ask if you know Abby can change the front aerial into the in the dance because mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows when you do a front aerial, you really jar your back. Yeah, like if you do like a, you, it's all the pressures on your lower back. Easy, but yeah, when you do a front aerial, you really like kind of jar your back. That's yeah. why I change that. And she has to get shitty with you. Of course she does because I'm the momager. Or whatever she calls the me. The mommyographer. Mommyographer. Yes, I mm. am. And guess what? My daughter did good that week. Yeah. 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 I didn't remember I you actually pulling this dance, but we'll talk about that. She did do a dance, this dance somewhere. She's going to do, do it later, I think, which we can talk about. And also the costume that she's wearing. That was a trio costume, too, that she did with Maddie and Chloe, because I have that costume. And I actually have a picture of the three of them dressed in that costume. They did it in, they ended up doing it, I think in LA, like the episode that we did that weird ass kite dance. I think they had a trio that day too. I think I could be wrong, but I think, but go on. Yeah. So she says, you know, just do a side arrow. You're the mummyographer. Um, You know it all. And I do. You know it all. Yep. So then we go and we're walking to stage. Um, And Abby is like, Brooke's back is in pain. Uh, Paige is out with a foot. Kendall hasn't danced with these kids in months. And Nia doesn't know what foot she's on. And Maddie left for her. So rude. This routine could not come crashing down. It could come crashing down at any moment. Wait a minute. She didn't say anything shitty about my kid. No, everybody else. Wow. All right. It must be my birthday. Except until my fight in in about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, they announced the dance and Abby's in the, she actually looked like she was not very impressed. No, she does not. Chloe still to this day says that this is the hardest dance she did on Dance Moms. Oh, really? Yes. Anytime I'm like, what's the hardest dance you ever did on Dance Moms? And she'll say Alouetta. She said, because it was so fast and there were so many little movements in it. She says it was the hardest thing that she did. Isn't that funny? Like this little dance. Seems like la 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 la, and she's like hands down hardest. It was fast. It was fast, but I thought they made it look really cute and like I think it was cute too. I thought that they, I thought the choreography was cute. Was it ballet? No, but I thought it was cute. Um, I, I, I did. I like this dance a lot. I thought it had a lot of technical things in it, which was good. You know. So anyway, Abby says that she sees a lot of mistakes and their ballet steps are definitely not up to par because we haven't had ballet class in three years and you're jamming it in a five minute rehearsal. Yeah. Well, we touched the ballet bar this week. We're magically all Anna Pavlova now. 
Jill says that Kendall was group, great in the group and she adds a lot of sparkle and shine and she fits in beautifully. And you say that you were actually impressed by this. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that the group routine might win. Yeah. Then we're in the dressing room and, you know, we're all congratulating the kids and uh, Brooke asks if I saw her mess up. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's like, did you see me mess up? <laughs> You're like, no, no, darling, I didn't. I say that I'm, I'm glad she tried, um, that she might get yelled at because she was a step behind. What she said is she comes in and she's like, it wasn't exactly je ne sais quoi that I was hoping for. Now, was it? Comme si, comme ça. So je ne sais quoi is- You speak I, in all French. Well, I speak some French. Um, it's like like the, I don't know, the like the the the-, the like the sparkle of life kind of thing. And she's like, it was just so-so. I actually have in my notes, I'm like, who taught her French? Because you know she doesn't know it. <laughs> the, well, a producer French. out in the hallway practiced je ne sais quoi exactly. like 10 times with her. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. I promise you. Oh, so Abby says that, you know, we're going to need the first place trophy if we want to get, get into their nationals. And okay. they do sports and we got first place. Uh, we did. We're amazing. Uh, you're an interview and you say that um, you love the fact that the group won, but Abby keeps saying you can't hide behind costumes and the theme. This is, it's all about your technique. Well, guess what? Their technique was amazing and the girls won on their own merit. I did say that. They were good. We were good. Because she yeah. kept saying, you can't hide, you can't hide, you can't hide. Okay, well, we won. So we didn't hide. So we win. We win. So Abby congratulates them and says that she saw lots of mistakes. Oh, and God. She, you don't know how we pulled it out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, she says she can't believe that we won, uh, but she'll take it. Um, we, she says we started off the day uh, with uh, the first overall, and she wants to finish the day with a clean sweep. So she tells Maddie, or she tells Mackenzie and Brooke to get ready for their solos. And Abby asks, Brooke about her back and she's like I'm watching Brooke watching the body language watching the moping she's hurt she's sure and she doesn't want to dance I can't believe that she said I'm watching the moping that girl was like crying in pain I know well literally crying did you see I had one of those the the tins the tin tin machine yeah tens it's a tens machine whatever yeah, like that shock kind of gives a little, yeah. little shock to your back. Uh-huh. She had that on all day. Yeah. Like, I mean, it wasn't like she was just like, oh, my back hurts. No. And and then she says, oh, it was because there was good competition there. I I thought like, that was one was of the- hurting all week. We didn't even know what competition we were going to at the point when our back was hurting. I thought that was so rude. Because again, it's like the bullshit that she says- like how we were just bitching, like, oh, she says these great things about Maddie. She says shitty things about our kids, you know, but like, this is a case in point. You're saying shitty things, like Brooke is afraid of competitions. I've never known Brooke to be afraid of a, like a good competitor. Ever. No, me either. Me either. Abby um, tells Brooke, you know, use the pain. I I have no words. It's kind of like when she told her to grind her hip Grind down. her hip. Yeah. Use, use the pain. Use that pain. Brooks like laying on the floor and Abby calls her to run her solo. I, I'm in an interview and I say, I'm not sure if Brooks should dance. Your back is not something to mess with. No. Which it's not. 
No. You're not going to be able to walk by the time she's 50, probably. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Mackenzie goes out to do her solo and she says that she's nervous for her routine and has a lot of hard moves and acrobats in it. Mm. Uh, so she goes out and she does her dance. And Abby says that um, Mackenzie was on fire. You gotta love it. Mm. This is where Melissa matching. We, we were sitting next to each other in the audience. Mm-hmm. Wind colors. Mm-hmm. Melissa says Mackenzie was sassy. Um, she had cute little faces, straight legs, pointed toes, and hit every move. And she uh, cried. And she hugged and kissed Abby in the audience. Mackenzie in her interview said that she was happy with her solo and she thinks she danced well. I say I thought it was the best I ever saw her dance. Oh, this uh, is when you pull out that electric massager. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, that stim machine. Like it stimulates your muscles. I think it's called a stim or a ten. Sometimes they call it. Yeah, I don't Where know. It like it makes your muscles contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking love that help. thing. I know it does help. I love I it. That on me. Mm-hmm. I use it on my neck all the time. Do you? Yeah, because I I get a bad neck from sleeping on the airplane all the time. So yeah, I use it. So Abby comes in the room and I start tearing up. And I'm telling her that I'm pulling Brooke solo because Brooke is telling me that it hurts when she breathes. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm not going to let her hurt herself to do a stupid dance. No, I'm I not. totally agree with that. I, I agree with that. But how about I have both kids injured this week? I know. I was thinking that. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, and then you have to sit there and put up with it. Yep. Jill says, I wish Kelly would have pulled the solo earlier so Kendall could have maybe had a chance to do one. I wrote OMG. Like, seriously, Jill? Yeah, OMG. And then Abby's like, you know, maybe her back hurts because she saw the competitors. Like, that is such a low blow. I wrote rude. Rude. Low blow. And then I I say that her back was hurting before we even entered the building, which it was hurting all week. I mean, I had a chiropractor at the studio. Abby, in her interview, says that um, she thinks that me and Brooke have it all cooked up. Um, she says that um, we're pulling Brooke solo because the competition has great dancers and Brooke doesn't like to lose. That's such bullshit. Again, I don't believe, I do believe she said it, but it's like, you have never, ever, ever, ever been that mom on the show. So like no. what a dumb thing for her to try to say. Exactly. Exactly. Whatever. All right. This is my personal favorite. When she starts yelling at your daughter for being injured. Yeah. yeah. So, Brooke, if you're going to continue to stand like a three-year-old with a sway back, your back is going to hurt. You and I both know that Lacey gets you nowhere. I give you an amazing number, and now you're not going to do it. No one's ever going to see it. You make choices every single day. Make the right one. Why can't she do it next week? Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I get why you're crying. I totally get it. Because you're like just stuck a, in this bullshit place. Yeah. And, and my daughter finally gets a solo. And I mean, it, I did like this solo. It's a good dance. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and so it's not like I wanted to pull it, but, you know, I'm also not going to have my daughter be crippled because of, of dance. Yeah. Dance, dance. And that's what you said. Like, I can't let her hurt herself to do a dance. I'm sorry. Her health is way more important. It is. Yes. And then um, I think we hear from Melissa the only time this whole uh, episode. She says that pulling your daughter's dance is a hard call, but she thinks that I made the right decision. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, so we go to Maddie solo and Maddie says that she's nervous because um, she missed the day of rehearsal. And she's like, I need to dance well. I don't want to let Miss Abby down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, you know, they're going on the whole, I missed the day of rehearsal thing. Correct. Yeah. Melissa says Maddie was beautiful. Um, she had everything. Um, and Melissa loved this dance. Melissa always loves the dance. She loves every dance. She loves every, every, she loves them all. They're all great. They're all amazing. Meanwhile, we're like, fuck this dance. This dance is a piece of shit. Um, Maybe it's it's because all of Maddie's dances are very similar. Exactly. Yeah. And they're all very good. Yeah. 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 I would love them all too. Correct. Yeah. Uh, So Abby says between the solo and the TV shoot this week, Maddie has proven that she is professional. And Abby interview interview says that Kendall came crawling back and this is her chance to prove that she can dance with Abby's students. Oh yeah. Cause we're getting ready to see the duet. Yeah. So they, Kendall and Chloe go out and do their duet. And you say that the duet is fabulous. It's different. And it's not something they do every week. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, when I rewatched it, I didn't like it as much as I think I liked it at the time. I think I really did like the duet at the time. But when I rewatch it, I'm like, it's all right. You know, like, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Abby says they were a good pair, but um, they didn't drive the intensity home at the end. So now we go to awards for the petite solos. And Mackenzie got second place with a score of 290. Mm-hmm. And Abby says that she thinks Mackenzie should have won. Um, lots of girls would be happy to be have second. But, of course, second is the first to lose. But why... Why what? When other people don't win and they get second, we never hear Abby being like, I think they got robbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's what the judges say. We got to go with what the judges say. Then they say the junior awards and Maddie got first place. And mm-hmm. DC Brooke, she's giving her a high five and a hug. Yeah. yeah they're funny. Mm-hmm. They do the um, duo and trio awards and Chloe and Kendall got first. Even though Abby didn't think it was very good. I thought it was good. Yes. And so we're back in the dressing room. Everybody's cheering. Abby comes in and congratulates everybody. And she gives Maddie a hug. Mm-hmm. Abby says um, she wants to talk about Drop Dead Diva. Or she's like, talk about Drop Dead Diva. You are a diva. Yeah, rubbing it in. And this is where she starts to rub it in. Abby rubbing it in. Not Maddie rubbing it in. Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Abby says, you know, now that the competition is over, she wants Maddie to show her and everybody the mm-hmm. dance routine that she did in the TV show. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sure everybody else wants to see it too. And of course they show me being like so annoyed. <laughs> so fucking annoyed. I don't know why we would want to see it, but well, like because maybe Christy will lose her mind. Oh, good. She's about to. You're good. You're in luck. Yes. So we all, you know, watch Maddie run the dance and you're like, you know, t- telling Abby, why are you rubbing everybody's face in it? Yes. yes, I do. I stand by that. Why are you rubbing everyone's face in it? And it was clear that there was some stuff cut out because I was like, your name and your reputation, what you want them to set your best foot forward. There was something obviously cut out there that she had said something and I was, you know, answering. Yeah. You don't remember what it was. No. And then that's when you jump in and you're yeah, like, and I, the next time we audition, it would be nice if everybody had the opportunity. That kind of didn't make sense either. Well, they showed us all getting the opportunity, but maybe what you meant was like actually having the opportunity, not like the fake opportunity. Like they try to pretend we all have. I don't even think that they sent the tapes in. Uh, Probably not. Oh, I don't 
what I wanted to tell you, somebody on um, one of our little bitchettes on, I think it was Patreon or whatever. Somebody emailed me a thing of a picture of the girl who they were playing the daughter of. I have to look for it. It's the younger um, version. She's it's not the daughter. She's playing the younger version of the girl. Isn't she? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it looks just like Paige. Yes. I remember that. Yep. Looks exactly like her. Yep. Because we were saying we didn't remember. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Okay. It looks exactly like Paige. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So Melissa, they show Melissa and Maddie leaving the dressing room. And Abby says, because of the vultures in the room, the kids, that kid has to leave. We were saying no, because I think what we were getting at is like, Melissa's leaving the room again. Like back to my point, she signed up to be part of this reality show. Like we were talking about a beat, obviously a big beat for the week. She just gets to leave. And the rest of us just get to fight. Like we're jealous idiots. It's such a cop out, the jealousy thing. You're just jealous. Yeah. You're just jealous. I'm like, no. But then there's people out there who just are like, oh, yeah, they're just jealous. I just found out I can put my computer in. Oh, that's exciting. I, I, have, I have to use, um, I don't know what it's called, like an attachment. Mm-hmm. Because like my microphone and stuff doesn't. Yeah, I have that too. I can, yeah. But I didn't think I could charge my computer at the same time as using that because it goes oh. into the thing. But my computer was just about to die. So I'm like looking and I'm amazing. You are amazing. amazing. Oh God. Now here we go into our fight. We're like, no, no, no. That's not the reason, you know, about the vultures. And then here I come. Yeah. You say, you know who who creates the vultures? It's you. Because you turn all these kids against their friend. And that little girl is mortified all the time. But you don't care. It's about being, how about being a role model? Yeah, I truly like you can see that Maddie is mortified, you know, every time that Abby wants her to rub it in her face, just like with the crowns mortified. And then and then I go on to say I heard her tell Maddie, I say a little nine year old, everyone's jealous of you. No one will be happy for you. Like who tells a kid that when we're not? That is not the case. And then she starts laughing and she's like, you are jealous. And then you point out that Abby sabotages Chloe and, you know, everybody else on the team. Mm-hmm. Abby calls you a sneak. No. Or she goes, Chloe, a sneak. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Why? So what happened was the night before we were at the hotel and it was a pretty busy hotel, which we're normally more at like a Hampton. And this was like a busier hotel. The elevator came down. Chloe and I were on the bottom floor waiting for the elevator And the elevator came down and it opened and Abby was in the elevator going up and Chloe like startled, you know, and went to step in and then step back and then went to step in and step back and got like a nervous wreck because she did not want to get in the elevator with Abby because she was terrified of her. And so I just grabbed her and I'm like, we'll take the next one. So that's why she was calling her a sneak is because she wouldn't get on the elevator with her because she was terrified of her. Isn't that disgusting? Yes. Our kids were afraid to go in an elevator with their, with our dance teacher. That's why she called her a sneak. She had said, and they cut this out. They're like, that little sneak couldn't even get on the elevator with me. And I was like, she's fucking afraid of you. That has nothing to do with being sneaky. It's scared. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But that's, that's the story that she called her a sneak. And then that's when I said, how dare you call my daughter a sneak? Sneak, 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 sneak. sneak. She's such an idiot. Chloe. 
crying, grabbing like her arms and leaving that room breaks my heart. Did you see Paige when she came out to like hug Chloe and stuff? She was like saying something about Abby. Oh, was she? Like when she come around the corner of the door, I could see the word Abby come out of her mouth. I don't know what she was saying, but she was like. They're probably like, Abby's such a fucking bitch. That's what they probably said off camera. Because they weren't allowed to say it on camera. They just had to take it. They all probably secretly swore and called her an MF or off camera. Yeah. And they would have been completely justified. Yes. I would back them on that. I And then I'm like, you're the sneak in the snake. And then I ask her why she tries to turn like friends against friends. And if you really think about this fight, I wasn't fighting about like, I'm jealous of the part. I did say that you sabotage kids because I was aggravated, but I was fighting more about like the position she puts Maddie in. Yeah. I was talking about that. Yeah. She she does put her in a bad spot. Yes. Like, and her mother's not sticking up for her. Her mom just takes her out of the room. You know, I, like they tried to have my kids do and say things a lot of times too. And mm-hmm. you, I mean, you just have to say no sometimes, you Correct. know? I do agree. Cause like Chloe would no, never, I, you just have to say like, I'm not doing that to my friends. Right. No, yeah. I get that. And I agree with that. What's up? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's Mike, my electrician. <laughs> no, it's not food. It's just my drink. I got at Starbucks. They bring you tra- drinks. Who, my contractor? Yeah. They're my friends. Oh my God. They're my friends. We're friends. I told everyone I have so many friends down here. Yeah. I don't have no friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Abby tells us that, you know, Maddie is talented and you point out that, you know, we're not denying that Maddie isn't talented. Because this is jive, what she's about to say. Oh, about Brooke. Yeah. Yes. She's like, you should relish it. Uh, because in five years, she might not be talented anymore. Look at Brooke. That, I was, I actually, my mouth was on the floor. Face, like, I was like, like, excuse me? And you're like, how dare you say not say my daughter's not talented? <laughs> Brooke into this. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Uh, but then Abby tries to like change it around. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, she's like backpedaling saying that. Like she's hurt and may never dance oh, again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Abby. I let everyone know that everyone in the room is talented. <laughs> yes. And Abby's like, you're not. And you're that's like, what I'm like. Oh, please. I have more talent in my pinky than you. Um, and here we go. Why? Because you're a whore selling t-shirts in the bar. And you're like, whore, whore, whore. Or as Kelly would say, maybe you're a virgin because no one would screw you. You said that. I did say it. But you blame it on me. Well, you (laughs) did. You were the first one to say it. You said it to me on the phone one day. So I was trying to make sure you got credit. But I I had the balls to say it on TV. Oh, my God. But you blame it on me. But I Um. said it. So Abby says in her interview that she's had it with the moms, were rude, nasty, and jealous of a nine-year-old who gets a part on a television show. And, you know, then Abby gets up and she leaves the, the dressing room. And she's like, oh, what? I'm like, oh, somebody taught you another French word, fancy Oh. Um, so, so that, you know, the episode ends with 
uh, me rolling my eyes and then you rolling yours. <laughs> double eye roll. Double, yeah. double. Um, yeah. So I like kept my mouth shut this whole episode and then I had to like bring it balls to the wall at the end, I guess, huh? Yeah. Just shut up. I had to bring it. But look, there's <clears throat> all sorts of things going on here, you know? Lots of layers. Like her calling me a whore for selling t-shirts in the bar. That's because at this point we were doing like meet and greets at competitions. All of us. Melissa was still involved. Ah. And so we were doing like we were in the bar the night before and people who had come to the meet and greet who had t-shirts who had bought them, like they were coming up to us asking to buy more, like for a niece or a nephew at home. And so that's why she, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I set up shop in the bar. We were in the bar, like we were eating dinner. The moms were, and they came in asking us. So like we were selling them the t-shirts. And so Abby saw it and lost her fucking mind. Uh, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, Yeah. that's what that was. It's always stuff like that. You know, stuff that you're like, wait, what is she talking about? And they just edit it in. And you're like, I don't understand what that means. But that's what that was. Chloe was a sneak because she wouldn't get on the elevator. And I was a whore selling t-shirts in the bar because somebody asked us for the t-shirts. But because it was me in the fight, I'm a whore. But isn't it Mm -hmm. funny that a whore sells t-shirts? I thought a whore did other things. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if whores sell t-shirts, Abby, I don't know. I think you've sold quite a few ALDC t-shirts off the (laughs) backs of our kids. Just just a few. (laughs) Yeah. So who's the whore now? Mm. Not me. Nope. Not Um, me. All right. So how many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? Eh. I'll say two. Mm -hmm. Just because... Brookie was hurt. Yeah, I felt like this was a tour. I just was sad to see Chloe so upset because I remember how upset she was with that sneak thing. And she still talks about that. Like, that's something that stands out in her head. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. She hates that. Absolutely. Hates it. All right. So (laughs) what about pyramid for outfits, top and bottom? Hmm. I have the ugliest outfit of jours. They, what was it? It was like a, um, like a one-shouldered print dress. Oh, I know exactly. Like, yeah, really obnoxious. I don't know, but Jill's print shirt was pretty ugly. Oh yeah, okay. I'll tie you with her. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. All right, <laughs> top of the pyramid. I don't even know if anybody had a good outfit on. Um, I'm trying to think of what I wore. You had on that blue dress with your boobs. Oh, I'm picking that because my boobs look good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Not very often those look good. All right, we'll or, take your We got to go with that. What about <laughs> misdemeanors or felonies? Did you have any? Of course, I always had them. I don't know. Yeah, I guess just because I made Brooke practice all week and then she didn't get to dance. Uh, no, your misdemeanor is that you were asking if Anne Frank did cartwheels. Ding, I said she didn't. Okay, okay. <laughs> my felony was opening my fucking mouth in that room when I didn't need to. Yeah. And I'm you st- always do that. And I was sticking up for Maddie. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Okay. Favorite quote from the episode. I, I have to say the last one that I I said um, I, about the whore, whore, whore. Or as Kelly would say, maybe a virgin because no one would screw you. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty good. That one's pretty good. Um, wait, which one did I? Oh, I. it has to be. It absolutely has to be for mine. Uh, the one that you said, I don't wait, where'd it go? I have to quote it. Um, I don't really know much about Anne Frank, but what I do know is I don't think she was doing cartwheels. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, that is it for us this week. We have a really fun episode coming up next week that we're excited to share and we will catch you guys over on the after show. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance.